We're live. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Screencast, your number one source of news and just overall streaming shenanigans. My name is Nick Scarpino. I'll be your host today alongside the movie bros herself, Joey Noel. Hello. And of course, super quiet, Joey. Yeah, your mic's a little muffled there, Joe. And of course, he only barks twice. Kevin, the big dog, Coelho. A rope. There it is. Can I test uh, my mic with something? Yeah, well, that sounds better right there. What, which mic are you using? Are you using the ones that go to your headphones, or are you using that little tiny one? Um, it should be the little tiny one. But I'll that sounds again, fine. Uh, it just changes. Maybe it does. It has a mind of its own. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this show, we bring this show to you each and every week. Well... Pretty much each and every week here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games live. If you're watching and you have Amazon Prime, you get one free Twitch Prime subscription. Uh, you can link that and it's free for you. Five bucks for us. We'd like that very much to go into our uh, our business. But if not, give it to someone that you think is doing a great job at streaming uh, like Maximum Cortez or Mr. Snowbike Mike or any other people that are out there with talent. Uh, of course, we want to give a quick shout out to our Patreon producer this month, Mohammed Mohammed, And, uh, you know, well, that's fine. Uh, I was going to say, I wonder if we have one more. I can't remember if Greg said Ew. we do. Is it Al Tribesman? I think Al Tribesman is back. Is he back? For the month. For September? That's right, because it's the first week. I was I was checking off. This is your August numbers. We're just going to give Al a shout out. Al, the Predator yeah, Tribesman. He he's back. Uh, he's out there hooking it up, hunting in the jungle. Uh, and, of course, if you guys want to go over and support this by putting something over on your backs, you can go over to canofunny.com slash store and check out our new stuff, uh, like the PSI Love You sweater and the Super Party shirt. And Tim mentioned that at some point we're getting a PSI Love You bomber jacket. Is that correct, Joey? We are. It is. It's really cool. It has the PSI Love You, like, uh, or the, sorry, the kind of funny, like, uh, bar kind of symbol that Andy made. Yeah, the new logo. Yeah, the new KF logo, and then it has the four generations of PlayStation controllers on the sleeve. Very and cool. And it has a red lining, it's and so it's really cool. dope. When can we expect to see that bad boy on the store? Jim? In October. October, ladies and October. gentlemen. If you were thinking about buying food for the entire month of September, don't. Just save Why your you money for this amazing bomber jacket. Buy five of them. They'll keep you warm you while go. your body slowly dies. Uh, of course... This show is brought to you by Honey and Me Undies, but we'll get to both of those later. And uh, if you guys want to be super awesome, we have an amazing Patreon tier uh, for our fan mail tier this month. It's going to be the exclusive Panda Musk prints of uh, the kind of funny cross cyberpunk. Uh, it's an official uh, crossing of the two, uh, even though cyberpunk probably doesn't know what's happening. But it is official. It is yeah, official. These are the last oh, set of <laughs> cyberpunk prints. Finish out the quarter, then something brand new and exciting next month oh i can't wait i cannot wait uh of course ladies and gentlemen we asked we told everyone we were watching bill and ted's excellent adventure this week by everyone i mean we expressed it internally and then of course the message got out to you guys apologies that we didn't actually tweet that but some of you guys sent your reviews in that's very cool uh joey and kevin both watched uh at least bill and ted face music i'm not sure if you guys watched went back and watched excellent oh adventure. i already watched all of them well. That's great. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to watch a uh, Robert Pattinson movie this week for the Nicholas, but I oh. say we just do this instead, and then we'll punt that to next week. How Which do you guys movie feel was about it? That? I'm just curious because was I wasn't. I haven't been like even on the show for the last couple weeks. No, it's fine. It's uh, it's the movie. What's it called, Joe? Good time. Good time. Yeah, it's uh, on Netflix. Which we'll, I think we'll we've do already it. seen. I have already I seen. Like 
Yeah, we can do it next week. It's totally fine because I want to talk about Bill and Ted a little bit. And I want to hear some of y'all's thoughts on that bad boy as well. Uh, and, of course, we can go over some of the stuff we've been watching. And, uh, you know, if we want to decide on another movie we can watch next week, that's great. Uh, one quick thing, though, before we get into the news tomorrow, we are doing the live action Mulan. And I know what a lot of you are saying. Nick, doesn't that movie come out tomorrow? Yes, I have to spend my morning watching the live action Mulan and writing all of the jokes I possibly can in my head for oh. making a man out of you. And then we're going to go. Just pretty much old school kind of funny reviews. Oh, I'm not. I'm not doing the plot. We're just going to go through it and talk about what we liked about it. I don't Got think it. We're okay. It, it would take me too long to do that in the morning, but we're going to do. We're going to have some fun with that. So if you guys want to, if you're watching out there or listening out there in streaming land, and you want to watch along with us and don't want it spoiled, get up at nine o'clock in the morning and watch it or whenever it comes out, because that's going to be the bomb.com. Um. All right. Not live recording that tomorrow, so it gives us more time to watch it. So just look on yeah. YouTube and podcast services. For oh, we're not live recording it. Okay, cool. No, because it yeah. comes out in the morning, so we all have to have time to watch it. That's yeah. going to be. Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of what we're going with that. Uh. Okay, watch it guys. Night too. Just tonight. Uh, you know, because we don't like sleep. <laughs> no, I mean I could watch it at midnight, but I have a feeling that I would probably pass out. I guess I could split it. But I like to watch it all in one go. I'll probably wake up tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, get myself a cup of uh, iced coffee, and just watch the shit. Maybe a little bagel? A little breakfast? A little bagel? You know, uh, know, I've been off the bagels for the last couple weeks because me and the missus have been doing a little bit of a detox. Um, So basically all I've been eating for breakfast is like three eggs with like just a teaspoon of salsa on top of them. And if it looks looks like I'm just debilitated – with malnourishment, that is because I am. This life that I'm leaving right now has no hope and no happiness until I can get no back. Bagels, to no bagels, no Taco Bell, no T Bell. I have. We have one more week of it, and then. Um, but I, Kev, I can't have meat. So if you're barbecuing, I'm coming. But um, uh, there's no uh, uh, which call it? No, no cheap meal until a third week, and then I can I can down some Taco Bell, and I'm just gonna get Taco Bell and maybe like put a piece of pizza on top of it too, and then we might do it again for a third week, depending on where we're at up here um <laughs> all right let's go uh let's go into some news guys unfortunately the first news story right off the top is a very very sad one um i'm sure you guys saw this last week joey i know you put this in the slack but it's like this was heartbreaking chadwick boseman of course passed away at the age of 43 last week uh due to cancer and evidently he has been battling that for a while and just kind of pushed through so he could do um the marvel movies and some of the other great work that he's done but unfortunately he has lost that battle and it's super freaking sad. Like I, I, it's one of those where you see it and you go, "No, that's not right." You know, it reminds me a lot of Heath Ledger. You saw that and you were like, "This doesn't, now nah, that doesn't make sense." Because someone that talented and someone that like fun to watch and entertaining, uh, it, it sh- should not be taken at that age. It's just, I don't know, I don't know how, how you guys reacted to it, but I'm sure it's it was as yeah. sadly as I did. It was one of those things that was devastating. And also to then find out that he had been uh, fighting this battle for, what, like four years? Yeah. Uh, is, is also like, wow, like, who could have guessed that while they were fil- filming, like, Infinity War and uh, Endgame, like, he was going through stuff? Like, you I know? don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah. he wasn't, like, a huge part of that. But, like, he has his moments. And also the the other movies, I think, were around that time, too, where it's just like... That's crazy. It's just a heartbreaker, and yeah. So the the post that they put on his uh, on his Twitter, which became I think the most liked 
tweet ever on Twitter um, says, you know, is with immeasurable grief that we confirmed the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Chad, Chadwick was diagnosed with stage three uh, colon cancer in 2016 and battled it with uh, battled with these last four years as it progressed to stage four. Uh, a true fighter, Chadwick persevered through it all and brought you many of the films you have come to love so much from Marshall to Defy Bloods, uh, August Wilson's My Rainy Book several more all were films during and between countless surgeries and chemotherapy uh this is like i'll read the whole thing it was an honor uh it was the honor of his career to bring uh king t'challa to life in black panther he died in his home with his wife and family by his side the family thanks you for your love and prayers and asks that you continue to respect their privacy during this difficult time it's just unbelievable it's just it's in, just in the chat sad and heartbreaking in the chat, CRS1 yeah. is saying Kevin Feige found out hours before his death, apparently, and a couple other people I'm seeing are saying that, like, Marvel or DC didn't know that he had cancer, which is crazy that, like, somehow he figured out how well, to make that all it? work. Yeah. Well, I think he was probably, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he was hopeful and, and, and saying, like, you know, yeah, keep no, staying yeah. positive, I'm going to beat this thing, so Absolutely. just keep working, and, and working is obviously a great motivator and yeah. inspirer for people you Keep know it's going. crazy because when i watched greg go through cancer he he did a, he kept working as well as yeah. much as he wanted to and when i asked him i was like did you know you can pump the brakes on this you can always take a day off and he was like it gives me something to focus on that's mm -hmm. positive and good and normal and not you know think about this thing that's inside me and it's it's super true like i i totally understand that but man yeah. i'll tell you one thing to be able to to stay in shape and be able to have that energy mm -hmm. um and having people not know is is just insane to me yeah so yeah, yeah so that's sad. super sad news i feel like yeah i haven't been hit this hard by like a celebrity death in a while um and i know it was just like one of those things i think it was charles jacobson it was that tagged us like in a tweet about it that night mm. and at first i saw it and i was like no way and then i realized it was from like his actual twitter account and not just like a random other account and i was like holy crap and it, it was know. interesting to see the like evolution of it of like i have like a standing like girls night friday night zoom call and mm -hmm. it was that thing of like everybody jumped on and kind of like found out about it on that call so it was just like pro like layers and evolutions of like processing it and stuff like that and it's just really sad and um yeah that he's so young and like it just kind of puts things in perspective of like oh man like cancer like comes for everybody at some point really is what kind of what it seems like and like you can have access to like really good doctors and all this money and like still not really be able to beat it and doesn't really care he was so you young are. too that and that's that yeah. terrifies me because i think he's only 43 mm -hmm. right that was that was yeah. when he died and i'm i'm 40 and man i am uh not nearly as in shape as he was so oh gosh crazy super scary and super heartbreaking uh, and of course I can't even imagine what the fam is going through. Anyway, yeah. and okay. another um, thing, it's uh, like it's what's interesting is like the rumors were that he was being up? set up. I was just saying that the like the rumors were. Are you guys? Oh, we lost you for a sec. There okay. you go. You're I was just saying another thing is interesting is like to have such a promising career because like the the rumors were that he was being set up to be kind of the next Captain America. Now that uh, post Endgame world, where he mm -hmm. was going to be a central figure in uh, MCU. Like, that's just also, like, it's cool that he left his mark, and, like, we will always, like, remember, like, I you know, I Never Freeze, that line is so good. Right. Um, yeah. 
but it's just one of those things that like there was so much more ahead of him, you know. You know, and that's the, that's the question too. Is I wonder where how they're going to pivot now, and I wonder if they're going to bring his sister in, or if if one of those other characters is going to step up and become Black Panther, because I think that would be an awesome opportunity for you know as a nice kind of passing of the baton yeah. for that. I, it, it would be difficult for them to recast him. Sure. Um, I think it would be fine and obviously understandable. It's not like anyone's going to be like, Marvel, how dare you? Right. Um, and this just, like, to me, it reminds me a lot of when um, when Dumbledore died and they were like, well, we don't have a choice. We have to recast him. Or when, for instance, uh, I think the Oracle and Matrix died and you were, they were like, right. we just got to, like, we have yeah, two more movies. Her. We don't have a choice. And so they recast her and sort of had it's a, funny. you know, a line. But this, they cannot, they can't bring just someone in as T'Challa. They have to, like, figure something else out. Yeah. But I wonder, like, they have plans and stuff. I wonder how this all changes. And like, man, this year, like, it's it's done an interesting number of the MCU where it's like now we have what uh, one movie that's been delayed, a show that's being delayed, and uh, potentially another movie that's going to be delayed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it turns out it turns out when you um you know in normal times when you have a ironclad plan for like ten years out. Um, that's awesome. But when, in coronavirus times, man, you got to go DC's plan. Just fly by the seat of your pants and just start making movies, 15 different movies all the time. And who knows if they're going to be made because it doesn't matter. So the whole, you know, we're all we're all ready for DC movies to either come out or not come out. It's cool. That's mm-hmm. what they do. But with Marvel, it must be heartbreaking because these things are just like, oh, just massive, massive. Aside from the personal aspect of it, of being like sad, you don't get to work with someone again. But it's like, OK, great. Well, we're looking forward to seeing how that character would progress and how do we we have to shift that now, you know, especially for a lot of people who were huge fans of Black Panther. Like, what do they do now? They have to have that character. How do we fill that in? And again, I think there's there's obviously options. They're just none of these are ideal. No one ever wants to deal with this stuff because it's just super sad and, and unfortunate. Um, all right. Let's move forward in other news. Um, stuff that actually is slightly hopeful. Uh, Tenant launched and did pretty well uh, last weekend. Did you guys read this story? Yeah, it's I mean. Tenant and New Mutants is one of those like, I like I don't think New Mutants is gonna be good. I know Tenant is gonna be great, but it's like sucks that these movies are out and it's like I'm not going to movie theaters to Can't watch see them. Can't see them, I know. Yeah. I know yeah. that uh, there's this... uh, drive-in theaters, or at least I saw some uh, of our friends posting in LA that they were watching New Mutants at a drive-in theater, and it's like I should look into that here, but I don't know. It doesn't feel the same without us all. Yeah, yeah well, I know the there's one over by San Jose. So oh, here's what we can do. We can go. We can all go. We can all park next to each other, sure. and I'll just occasionally reach over into your car and take your candy. How does that sound? The idea of uh, like setting it up so that I don't know whoever Andy's going with is parked right next to you, and you're just like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna throw candy at Andy's car. Yep. Nick's just uh, gonna have one of those like claw grabbers to be able to like. Get to the next oh, that car. would be amazing. Oh, God, I want to sit in the car and eat popcorn and candy the whole time. That would be so fun. Uh, this story, of course, is over from Variety. It says Christopher Nolan's Tenet launched internationally this weekend and uh, generated a surprisingly robust $53 million debut despite the ongoing pandemic. The sci-fi epic uh, log long pegged as the film that would that would restart movie going after prolonged cinema closures has had the strongest star and uh, excuse me had the strongest start in the UK where it made 7.1 million tenant launched in 41 international markets this weekend including France Korea uh, and Germany next week and the war uh, the Warner Brothers film will touch down in US uh, Russia and China so looks like some theaters you'll be able to see that I think this this weekend coming up right Labor Day uh, so that'll be good for some people for others we'll just 
we'll just have to have you guys live tweeted at us or something. I don't know. When does it come out on video on demand? That's my question. Like, how that's probably not going to be till December, I would imagine, if not well, the new year. I, mean, Universal, I imagine they'll. What's up? Universal made that deal where it's like three weeks or something, right? Where any Universal yeah. movie will like is able to come out after three weeks. So I wonder what kind of deal the other distribution companies are making. And it's interesting sh- that we haven't heard anything about it. I don't think they. I don't know that they have a ironclad plan. I think their idea was just to get it in theaters first, try to get as much money there, try to generate as much publicity there, and then keep. I mean, it could stay in theaters for two months. There's nothing else that's going to happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah, not I mean, going it, to once it's in there. It's like it's not like there's an opportunity cost. It's either tenant or no new movies. Mm-hmm. So theater goer, theater uh, theater owners are probably just going to be like, fuck it, keep it here till December because why not? Yeah. Um, but then also conversely, obviously, I would pay forty bucks right now to watch it, thirty bucks right now to watch it. I mean, mm-hmm. I paid. You know, we paid to watch Bill and Ted face the music, and that's barely a movie. So why are you so mean? What are you gonna do? Oh no, I loved it. I just okay, all right. It's hilarious how like we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, I'm very excited to talk about that. By the way, I can't. We're gonna do that right after the ad break, ladies and gentlemen. But a a couple more news stories before we get to that. Some fun news. A friend of the family here, a friend of the show, Jack Quaid, has been cast in the screen scream reboot uh we're very excited about that if i'm not mistaken i think we have jack we're trying to get jack and we have cool friends to talk about his work i believe he's coming season next two week. is he okay it's scheduled i don't want to i don't want to jinx it um but i, th- you know, I think Grace, we've mentioned it we mentioned it on the previous uh we have cool friends have cool on mondays friends. very cool um so we're excited about that because i mean i was you know i don't know how much we're allowed to talk about boys but i've seen some not, of season you're not, two you're not. and I love. Let's just put it this way. I like this show a lot. I like it a lot. If you haven't watched Boys season one, go watch it. You're, you're effing up if you're not. And Jack is great in it. Um, and he, I think he brings a nice uh, air of levity and, and and comic relief and sort of some some wholehearted sincerity to the, to it to an otherwise just violent blast of blood right in your face. Um, but this Good is tomorrow. cool. What's that? We get first three episodes of season two tomorrow. Oh right, that's right. That's awesome. Yeah, everyone should so watch that show. It's that. it's really so really really excited. cool. And it uh, just continues to be a nice little kind of satire of of uh, the superhero concept, uh, the genre, rather. Uh, Jack Quaid has been cast in Paramount Pictures and Spyglass Media's Scream reboot. In the relaunch of the slasher film, Courtney Cox and David Arquette are reprising their roles as news reporter Gail Weathers and Sheriff Dewey Riley. It's unclear who Quaid will play in the movie. Uh, ready or not, filmmakers Matthew Benatali, Olpen, and uh, Tyler Gillette are directing uh, the new screen from a script by James Vanderbilt. It's not a real name. And Guy Bushick. Bushick. Not a real name either. The cast also includes Melissa uh, Berra uh, and uh, Jenna Ortega. Hey, man. I'm into it. Why not? Give me more scream. Why not? Did you guys watch watch, uh, five? No, four. Because I heard it was good. I, I heard it was good, but I didn't watch it. Really I'd have bad. to pull up a synopsis and see what it was about. They all kind of blend. At one point, they're making a Scream movie about Scream. I think that's and then three. They go to, three. Is that three? So that yeah. might be the last one I saw. I'm not sure if I saw okay. Scream 4. Oh, I heard I 4 what was pretty good. What was it about? What was it about, yeah. Kevin? Let's yeah. look. We, got the, we have the technology. I don't know. Scream 4. I'll read the synopsis to you guys right now. Uh, it has been many years since the ghost face killer cut a deadly path through the town of Woodsboro in order to get over the trauma of those horror- horrific events. Sydney Prescott has written a self-help book. She returns to Woodsboro to book tour and reconnects. Uh, I think I have seen this actually. Hmm. Cause this is where they go back to town. One was earlier, but maybe not. 
This came out in 2011. So we haven't had a Scream movie in nine years. Hey, we're Nick, due for I'm, one. I'm looking at what uh, this James Vanderbilt has has written. Now, mm-hmm. the, the last screenplay that he did of note is one murder mystery, a movie you did not appreciate very much. It was terrible. And then not before that, great. Independence Day Resurgence. Yeah, this guy's Ooh, also not great. Whoa. Here's the thing, guys. He also Here's did the Amazing Spider Man two and one. Great. Combo. You're not really building a great no, portfolio. No, yeah, this, I'm, I'm a little scared. A little Here's scared. the thing: you don't need to be an Academy Award writer to write a compelling, fun Scream movie. Scream—they're silly horror movies, and they're usually pretty self-aware. And if they bring back some of those elements, I'd be very happy to do that. But if you haven't seen Scream One, oh my god, it's a classic. You're screwing up. Honestly, up. I think they're all pretty good in terms of like two was a little movies. a little redundant. It was basically just rinse and repeat from number one with Dude, a little bit Seth of a twist. Seth Green's murder pissed me off so much. That's in two spoilers. Spoilers. What? what? No, fuck you. If, if that's a spoiler, <laughs> go straight to hell. Guess what? Spoilers. The killer in the first one was. Hey, the, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it for people who haven't seen it. They're not gonna watch you know what, it. You know what I've learned a lot is that we say things and then people go, I've never heard of that movie. I'll check it out. And then they watch it and they go, Nick, you're a genius. Thank you for being the person to introduce me to the scream universe. I really appreciate you. Super excited for Jack. Quaid. Not what they say. Uh, you think they're getting Nev Campbell back or no? No, I'm probably sure she'll make a cameo, right? Yeah. She was in all of them. She's the main character in, in most of them. I, again, I didn't see four. I don't know. Well, I think they're getting um, Courtney Cox and David Arquette back. So yeah, that's I mean, great. you just you read that. Too. Oh, did I just say that? Sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I did that. For some reason, I saw the other names. Yeah, so Courtney Cox and David Arquette are reprising the roles. Um, I'm sure Nev Campbell will do like a little, you know, they always do the thing where it's like, oh, we're on a Zoom call. Hey, Uncle Nev or Aunt Nev, whatever. And then that's it. That's all she'll do. So I'm sure she'll do a little something. I'm looking up her IMDb right now. I'll tell cool you right now. I'm calling it right like... now. She's the killer. Yeah, Boom. it's rumored. Oh, that would be interesting. It's rumored she's in it. I'd be even so. down if she came back like Jamie Lee Curtis came back for Halloween and was I just mean, like older and I'm like hard, really fucked up. Right? That Halloween reboot <laughs> was awesome. Now you guys need or to help continue. me through it or whatever. Um, also, the, according to IMDb, this is just Scream 5. Not It doesn't seem like a re- reboot. Interesting. Well... Variety called it a reboot. So you call Mr. Variety right now, Kevin. Get him on the phone and say, excuse me, your writers are stupid. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Clearly, screencast is the the way to go. Absolutely. Um, Another quick, fun news story. We have a lot. We have we have uh, uh, a date now. What the hell happened to my thing? I I always manage to close the one document I need. You know, like, why would I why would I hit the close button on the main document for this whole thing? Um, This came from a tweet from their official page. Mandalorian coming new episodes streaming October 30th on Disney Plus. How exciting for everyone who liked the Mandalorian. How (laughs) exciting this must be for you all who enjoyed this show. Should I finish the Mandalorian? I mean, it it doesn't like. I think I think the answer to your question is in the question, Joey. If you haven't finished it already, already that tells me something. I yeah. personally thought it was really boring, and by the end, I was just like, "Huh." It, there's like three good episodes in in there. Three fun episodes. I don't even want to call them good. Arc? Huh? Is it just the first arc? No. Because, like, the first episode wasn't great. The second episode was all right. And then there's two episodes in the middle that were, like, I think five and six that were, that were, that were uh, good. 
But I just, uh, it's it's interesting because I'm kind of bummed about this where, like, I wanted the show to be amazing, and I really feel like it wasn't, and it's coming back, and are we going to do, you know, some sort of review series for it again? Maybe. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure honestly, I'm sure we will, but mm-hmm. I think that maybe I might not be the right person to be a part of that because I did not like the show at all. I thought it was kind of a waste of time and energy, and I think it was a waste of resources and a cool license. And but a lot of to? people did. No, I mean Tim and Andy liked it, and I think Greg dug it. So let them do that. They you know like what I mean? Well, you and me will do. You and me will do like uh, something other, something else, something cool. Uh, that it's like Clone Wars interview? TV show where they're like three minutes long. Then you know the old old cartoon. It's supposed to be. Oh good. yeah, that could be fun. No, I couldn't get in Clone Wars either. Truth be told, the other cartoon I couldn't couldn't do it. No, yeah, no, that was that's some kids show. It's just interesting. Anyway, yeah. uh, for people who are fans of Mandalorian, and we are not shitting on you for the rest of the episode. Uh, congratulations. You're getting more of the show. That's cool. It's more stuff to watch in October as I'm sure we'll all still be sheltered in place in this living hell. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's let's... better than nothing, right? Hey man, it's something to watch. I mean, honestly, I, I I'm going to eat my words when I go, I've got nothing to watch and I'll just queue up one episode and see, but man, I hope there's uh, I hope they like looked up the, um, the definition for plot, the writers. <laughs> that would be really like, cool. Oh, and maybe also maybe good acting. One. You know what I mean? As some of the acting was great. <laughs> Shout out to Gian, to uh, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, John Carlo Esposito, rather, because uh, that guy's badass, and he was in so much of this. It's so cool how they introduced that guy like right off the bat, and was like, "This guy's gonna be the main guy." You know, he's gonna be the guy. See, it's funny, Joey, because we see him for two seconds, and he's got a crazy lightsaber, and that's it. And it's just like spoilers, oh, okay. man. Him and Seth Green dying. Jesus, Joey. Don't, Seth you know. Green was probably not in the Mandalorian. But if he, hey, he was, might, he might have been no, though. No, I'm we don't know planned for season two. I heard he had a cameo as a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so last news story, and this is kind of a fun one. Uh, Twitch now officially lets anyone host an online movie party with Amazon Prime. Um, I'm the people have been doing online movie parties with Netflix for a while, um, and I guess Twitch is getting in on it, which is cool. Uh, Twitch, Twitch's watch parties function is rolling out to everyone today, giving streamers and their subscribers around the world the ability to watch Amazon's library and movies and TV shows together. It's not just for families. As long as everyone has an Amazon Prime account, a streamer can host a public movie viewing with all of their fans. Uh, watch parties have taken off in general over the last few months uh, because of you know Netflix, Disney+, Plus, HBO, yada, yada, yada. Uh, although the function will soon be available globally, licensing complications brought on in geographic locations will affect these viewers uh what viewers see for example shows that are licensed to amazon prime in the uk like star trek picard aren't available in the united states on amazon prime because cbs all access is just and this is their words not mine a money-grubbing service that's churning out crap um have you seen any of the new star trek stuff there's the cartoon show no i haven't watched that yet no is it good i don't know i haven't watched it either i really want to give it so i liked I liked Discovery season one and two. I'll stand yeah. by that show. I think that was good. Picard, I just thought was just a just a far miss. Oh, no, I, I was so into that show for the first episode. I was like, "This is great." Watch the second one. I was like, "Oh, okay." I don't know. It's if like you guys... when you you look at the menu, Joe, and you're like, "This everything just sounds great." And you look at the person's plate, and you're like, "That that looks great. It looks they've got that like stack of French toast with like the berries and all those things." And then you get the French toast, and it's cold, and the berries are sour. And you're like, oh, sour berries what a terrible. Worst, and then you just like, the give worst. me a mimosa. Give me a mimosa. And the mimosas are just not Ugh. alcoholic enough. It's and not, you're like, yeah. this brunch restaurant is terrible. That uh, was Star Trek Picard. They also me. had the uh, 
the Twilight Zone, which kind of felt like a bit of a miss too, right? That was uh, yeah. Jordan Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone, right? I only I watched season one, it. and I thought it was very meh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. Jordan Peele was like the main host. Um, yeah. But did you? I don't know if you guys covered this in the last couple of weeks, but um, Discovery's coming to TV. What? Which? Which uh, channel? Like it's coming to cable? CBS. Yeah. Oh, CBS, cool! They're putting on CBS. That's smart. Yeah, because right. they, like they don't like, they they can't film stuff right now, so they need content for the. Yeah, so that's. Yeah. Exciting. I like Discovery. I, yeah. I thought Discovery is fun. It's it's less of a Star Trek show and more of like a, a, a you know it's a little bit more actiony than I, I'm used to for Star Trek shows, but I I dug it and I like the cast. Uh, uh, you know what else? Switch parties are really cool. Andy did yeah, one right? for The Boys season one, and I think he's planning on doing one tomorrow for the first couple episodes of season two. If you want to watch this? with Andy. Andy oh, Cortez. fun! That's awesome. Our I know Andy. Andy Cortez. I like Andy very much, ladies and gentlemen. You know what else right. we like? Honey. That's right. We all shop online. We've Sweet. all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey shows over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion and even food delivery. Here's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine you're shopping for one uh, online for one of your favorite uh, sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for your site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. What? Let, let me put it this way. Uh, Kevin, I, I heard about Honey through Kevin and Tim before we even started getting sponsored by them. If there's a thing that can save us money, Kevin and Tim know it and they swear by it. And if it doesn't work, they don't talk about it at all. But they've been talking my ear off about Honey for the last two years. And and Kevin swears that it has saved him personally and the business uh, thousands of dollars at this point probably uh, just because he's uh, at least 30 years old and at least has had a credit card since he was 18. So Honey is a service that we use uh, and we recommend you guys using too. Um Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. Uh, if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in just a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Uh, get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash morning. That's joinhoney.com slash morning. Next up, we have me undies. Is your undie drawer something to be proud of or a little embarrassed by? How much more fun would it be to get dressed every day if you knew you got to pick up, uh, pick from a, a drawer full of fun and adorable undie prints like orcas, bees, or cherries? I would pick cherries because I like to think of myself as a fruit tree. Nothing from Kevin. Okay. Uh, me undies, of course, you guys have heard us talk about this all the time. We love me undies. Tim is head to toe me undies now. He has finally completed his journey to full on me undies as of last week. Um, they offer uh, such a great range of products. Tim's wearing them. Kevin's wearing them. Uh, Greg's wearing them. Greg, if he were here right now, we'd be pulling them up above his nose. He's so proud of these dang me undies. He loves them so much. Uh, me undies is serious about softness. No. Uh, like so serious, they scour the world for the softest fabric known to man. It all starts with sustainably sourced beechwood trees that magically turn from pulp to yarn to undies. Undies that kind of feel like heaven on your skin for comfort from the outside, literally, to in. Uh, keep your undie drawer stocked with Me Undies membership, a subscription that sends new pairs right to your door, plus get site wide savings and exclusive sales. Uh, Me Undies has a great offer for the listeners of this fine show. For any first time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Uh, to get that 15% off your first order, free shipping, 
and the 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. All right. Uh, back to the show, everyone. Let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, a little movie came out called Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Now I was a dumb kid. And I watched this movie and I was just taken aback by how incredibly positive and fun it was and sure, silly. Sure. And I was just like, I like this movie. And then mm. Bogus Journey came out and I was like, there's no way they can be better than, than Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm. And I got to be honest, Bogus Journey slaps. So here's okay. the thing. You, you rewatching dark, it as an adult, you, you, what did you I think still about like Excellent Adventure? Because rewatching yeah. Excellent Adventure yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was blown away by how fucking bored I was for the first hour. Really? Oh my! I was just like, all right, like I there's some comedy in the beginning, and all of a sudden it's just like, oh, now they're just going to people, but it's not interesting how they're abducting them or like taking them right. in. It's just like, oh hey, Socrates, let's go. And Socrates is just like, and then he goes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh Beethoven, cool, let's go. And it's just like, yeah. Well, I, the thing about Bill and Ted's excellent like, that's not good writing or anything. It's just well, like a- it's 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 silly and it's goofy and it's like it's, it's it's a it's a goofball comedy, right? They're not trying to take yeah. it seriously. Obviously, but, the thing, so here's the best joke about the whole thing is that they just keep going from place to place in a freaking uh, telephone booth and nobody seems to notice or care. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like wow. at no point, that thing just shows up in the middle of a parking lot. Everyone's like, that's fine. Whatever. People just walk by. No one's like, what the fuck was that? I'm terrified. Um, but to me, this movie is just goofy and silly and should be seen and just, and just good fun. And well, the last time I rewatched it, I just I was blown away by the fact that I think it still holds up. Uh, so what I want to say is, as a child, I remember loving Bogus Adventure. Sure. And um, I didn't remember anything about Excellent Adventure, but I'm pretty sure oh, I'd seen it before. Oh, did I? Is everyone froze? Yeah, you froze. everyone froze. Can you me. still hear us? I can hear you guys. We're there good. you go. There you go. You're moving again. Um so watching Bogus Adventure, within like the first two minutes, I was like, oh, shit, this is a much better movie. And like there's a reason why I loved it. And then I watched the whole thing and it was like it makes fun of the first movie in such a good way. Like the the stepmom that originally mm-hmm, was four years older than, than uh, was it Ted? No, Bill. And then had been with Bill's dad and they randomly hook up, which is weird in the first one. But then she's now with Ted's dad and it's like, Oh, this is now a joke. And them dying, they ratchet that shit up to 11. I love bogus adventure. I think that movie's fantastic. Really? Okay. That's good oh, to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I remember I, I was blown away going back and watching them as an adult. And, and cause I remember bogus journey being like, it was darker. So I just, didn't, I didn't vibe with it when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but watching it now, I'm like, Oh, this is so much there's so many more layers in this of silliness. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they call him station for some reason, which I, makes I didn't no sense or that. doesn't. I thought that they were just saying station as like some weird. It just became. Yeah, it's just yeah. that's what he, he's station. And, and, like, and they say station and it's silly and it doesn't make a lot of sense in the narrative. But who cares? Because it's Bill and Ted. You know, the thing I like most about Bill and Ted is just how fun the characters are and how positive they are yeah. toward each other. And, you know, they have moments of like, oh, stuff's not going our way, but they're just undeniably like, you know, the, the characters are just undeniably positive and good dudes. And I and I yeah. just like watching that. Even even when they're, I mean, for Christ's sake, they befriend death and they, they bring him back <laughs> and he gets into their band. It's, and, and, and shout out to, uh, I think it's William Sadler, is that the guy's name? Um, oh, yeah. Who plays death because he is great. I was trying to figure out why I knew him. And now that you said his name, that makes way more sense. Yeah, I, I believe that's his name, up. right? William. Yeah. 
Exactly. Joey, before it we was start... in a teen show called Roswell that I loved back. Oh then. yeah, he yeah. The sheriff. Um, I remember I had him never from. Seen either of these? Oh really? How'd you like? Yeah. Them? Uh, I was pretty bored through the first one. I was like, oh, the only thing I really care about is the fact that like watching Keanu and Alex Winters go back and forth is just really fun. So I'm like, I like this. I don't care at all about this story. Like, and then I watched the second one and I thought it was more fun. And then I like surprisingly. I think the third one might be my favorite. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Which I feel like is very controversial, considering people. But I, I mean, don't I don't have... know that. What's that? Oh, your mic History went. We... Easy your mic went. Say that one more time, Joe. Um, I just don't have a history with these movies, so it's, oh, it's understandable. I mean, weird to watch them like all in a row. Um, for me, obviously, there's nostalgia there baked in. I mean, Bill and Ted have been like iconic characters since my childhood. And so seeing them when you're a kid, I mean, again, the movie is not exactly let's let's call it what it is. It's not trying to be an Academy Award winning film. It's a dumb, goofy movie that started from improv of these two characters who are just overly positive rockers who can't play their instruments. I think that was the whole purpose of this. And then the idea of it becoming a time traveling adventure, I think, was just sort of aped from Back to the Future. <laughs> when yeah, I think they were like, watch that, were like, oh, let's play. This is kind of fun. Um, but for me, uh, just a shout out to William Sadler. I remember the first time I remember really seeing him is when he's doing naked karate in uh, the beginning of Die Hard 2 because he was the bad guy in that. And he just plays such a great comedic character in this. Like going into mm-hmm. Bogus Journey, I was like, oh, I'm terrified of this guy because he was the bad guy in Die Hard 2. And just having just starting off crazy like uh 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 whatchamacallit uh, i'm always gonna forget the film where it, uh the bergman film where where death plays chess um starting off with that and then coming out and just being goofy and like and then the character he becomes here where he's like been kicked out of the band and he's just like the egos were too much for both of them which to me i think was the literal best scene of the whole bill and ted's face music when they have to go get him back in the band uh, it's 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 so good, but let's let's segue over to that. Let's talk about Bill and Ted Face Music before we go into any spoiler territory, which I just did. Um, what did we think? Let's go around the table, Joe. What did you think of Bill and Ted's Face Music? No spoilers. Um, I thought it was really fun. Uh, I really like the introduction of the two daughters. I think that they play really fun characters. I love just their dynamics and like the fact that they are named after each other was also just I love very- it perfect for me um the music all of that stuff like all i don't know how much of this is spoiler i guess none of this is spoilers but all the like musical people that they go back and find were also Mm -hmm. very great i had a really fun time with it and i was not expecting it considering i was kind of like man about the first one and like okay about the second one i was not expecting for them to get me back with three but they did kevin what'd you feel i uh i really enjoyed it i uh it's like rewatching all of them together was fun. Well, I mean, like the first one, I just was like, I had to just get through. But uh, yeah. seeing the way they like tied in three with all of them and like the the way they end the story, I really enjoyed and was like, oh, like I mean, I saw it coming, uh, yeah, pretty far in advance. But it's one of those things where it's like, okay, this makes the 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 universe that they built make more sense, kind of. But. Uh, I just thought that the the humor was there too, and like, yeah, Death is such a great character. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I had a I had a good time watching this movie. Um, I I don't think the movie itself is like I think it's barely hitting the mark of a movie that belongs in the trilogy, just from a production standpoint, like a production value standpoint. At times, it feels 
a little like it's dipping into that sort of USA made for TV feel or like a mid to low tier Netflix original. Um, but I think the fact that Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter kind of keep the energy going the entire time. And then, of course, I think that's that's mirrored in um, Samira Weaving and the and, and the other uh, actors that play the, da- the daughters. I had a good time watching this. Now, I watched it with D, who did not have a good time. She was like, this movie is terrible. You understand that, right? And I'm like, yes, I fully understand that this movie is absolutely terrible. But if you but it's fun. And that's all that a Bill and Ted's movie needs to be. When yeah. you when you're making a movie about two guys who are, for the most part, idiots who don't know how to play instruments, but then are tasked with saving the world by writing a song and traveling through time, it, you're going to get silliness. If you're not on board for the silliness, <clears throat> just get, get out of the car, go over to Andy's car, take all his candy, and then just smear it all over his window so that on the ride home he gets get in an weird. accident. I'm glad you're over accident. the ants thing though. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was coming back, well, to, uh, uh, Kevin. Oh, the ants thing is coming back. There's a reason back. why I keep bringing it up. <laughs> um so i know right so um that's that's sort of that's kind of where you're at like if you watch this movie and you have zero context for bill and ted i don't think you're gonna like it i think you're gonna be like this is just bananas yeah. and doesn't make much sense but if you if you have a nostalgia and and you come in with that it's fun to see the story kind of end even though it sort of ended in bogus journey already and they just were like well we'll make one more well, why not i i think it's so funny that like yeah bogus journey ends with like and the the credits showing a bunch of news like clippings Reels of, of how the they future. did it. Yeah. yeah and like then they incorporate that into this leading to the whole like the 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 band breaking up with death and all that right right um i i i really like that and <laughs> the, the hand waviness <laughs> of it the fact that like at the end of bogus adventure they come Wait, out and they're on, like this what we're gonna go into spoiler territory now people just so you know well, i mean this is just, just spoiler, bogus spoiler. Just, we're, we might i'm just saying right now we might just answer some we might say some stuff that's spoiler. okay go and hide go and hide Go ahead. <laughs> uh, at the end of Bill and Ted, they come out and they're like, this is Bill Jr. and Ted Jr., you know? And it's mm-hmm. just the, like, in this one, they start out and it's like, oh, yeah, those were girls. They just yeah. still named him Bill and Ted Jr. And it's like, that makes yeah. total sense because they're idiots. I, I love that. I love the um, I love the conflict between them and the princesses of, like, they could just they just don't separate from each other ever. Yeah. And so <laughs> Bill and Ted are just Bill and Ted. There's no there's no Bill. And then Ted, it's Bill and Ted. They live next door. They 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 married the women, and for all intents and purposes, they're living basically life like uh, just the four of them together. And the women have had enough because not only that, the guys are kind of losers at this point. Well, um, I, I like that there was also uh, an understanding of the amount of pressure that they had for yeah. um, to succeed, do this, to, to, to do this exactly. Song. Like mm-hmm. the. the there was so much responsibility thrown on their shoulders and this is where we also get introduced to the idea that like maybe um what's his name george carlin george carlin yeah right mm-hmm. the comedian yes yeah. had it wrong and had misinterpreted whatever it was that happened right. in that time and that's where you now are being introduced to his daughter and his wife who are kind of in, in charge this time mm-hmm. rest in peace george carlin R.I.P. Um, uh, yeah, so I think that like I liked the elements they drew, they drew in, and again, I think this for me was just it was entertaining. Again, they they knew what they were making here. This movie is an hour and thirty minutes. They it could have, in my opinion, used another ten to fifteen minutes to really flesh out some of the stuff. But then why? <laughs> you know <laughs> why? What are we gonna get out of it? Why, why bother? Because at the end of the day, it's just about silliness. And you know, again, we're in spoiler territory here. What I like, they made a really smart choice with this. Um, and the choice was that we're going to redo Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 
but instead of historical figures, we're going to get historical music figures to come and form this band. I like I, once they started the, the the daughters went down that road. I was like, oh, that's that's going to be super Perfect. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the only I mean I have a lot of criticisms of the movie because again it's not a great movie, but it is fun. Um, is that those moments where they were getting the 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 musicians, similar to Kevin's original um, uh, you know criticism of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, those moments weren't that fun. They felt kind of at moments like a little laborious. Where you're like, oh. They should be, you know, I don't know. They just, they weren't as creative as I wanted them to be. Um, I feel like they, they just needed to get there so that they could build up the heart, the heartfelt moment at the end when they have the USB card and they go Preston and, and, and Logan. Oh, it's not us. It's them. We're just there to play. And, you know, of course that backs up the story of like, we're here to play backup for our, our children's lives, our mm-hmm. children's band, which I thought was very touching. Um, but, you know, that's the same reason why I resonated with uh, that last Kevin Smith film with James Allen and Bob Bibu, Cause that was basically the same theme of that yeah. bad boy too. Um, and so that worked out. And again, I think the movie would have been fun to watch without William Sadler. But the fact that they got him back and they yeah. have that amazing scene where everyone dies and then Bill and Ted decided to get killed by the robot. Who, by the way, Kevin, I don't know if you know the actor that I plays know. the robot, it's, but it's the it's, guy from Barry. Yep, the assassin <laughs> from Barry. <laughs> hey, Barry. He's so good. So oh, weird hey guys, to hear I, him without that accent, though. I know. He needs to always have the accent. Yeah. It really sells the comedy. But the scene they go to death is so lovely because it's basically just like – you know, it, it really is. It does feel like that 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 jaunt down nostalgia lane. Um, and I love his dope ass house in hell and how he's just yeah. like still rocking it and killing it. Um, and it's great. You know, I, the movie kind of gets in, gets out. There's moments where I wish they had another 10 to 15 million dollars to really flesh out some of the stuff. But then again, who cares? Whatever. I thought that I was surprised at how much I enjoyed some of the visuals. Like when they're in hell, like it also that the looked future dope. city. They looked. The future city didn't look that great to me, though. The future city looked like it was. They could have used a little bit more on that bad boy. There are a couple shots in the future city when they're like in the in front of that hall of like guitars where they're like make the song, uh, where it's like, ooh, the king here is not great. Like not you, great. you're getting a lot of edging here. Um, but uh, there were other shots where I was like, oh, this looks so much better than uh, bogus and uh, excellent adventure. Which mm-hmm. I mean, obviously with the times, but like right. Even for the, like back then, like the I still think that they didn't look great. Um, that was our opinion, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to the audience right now. Chris wrote it and said, "Bill and Ted Face the Music excellently recaptures the spirit of the original two movies. It was great seeing Alex Winter and Keanu back in these roles, and the actresses playing their daughters stole the show. It wasn't a perfect movie, but it didn't have to be. It just had to be a Bill and Ted movie, and in that, uh, I, I'd say it was successful." Um. In, uh, in that yeah. vein, it's interesting that they didn't bring back the princesses as the actual princesses they used. Because Missy was the same. A bunch of people they cast were the same. Well, they brought, <clears throat> like, yeah, they brought back the dad, which was great. They yeah. brought back the brother, who was yeah. who I think was the same actor. What's funny is I don't think the princesses in the first movie and the second movie were the same actresses either. Oh, really? I think they, yeah, I think they recast <laughs> them I mean, too for some reason. That which makes was more sense because the, the scene is so short with them in it. Yeah. Also, what a ludicrous idea that these princesses just get taken out of their time because, like, they were going to marry lame people. <laughs> well, I like that. I like that here in that um, I-, I like that it kind of plays out where they're like, you took us out of our time and now we're not happy. So it's on you guys to yeah. figure it out. And you really do feel that mounting pressure to perform and to get this thing done that they have to get done. Um, and I, I, by the way, I love the idea of <laughs> there's so many fun little moments in this that barely work. But one that nail that they like so like when I say barely work, I mean like I'm like, all right, you got me on this one. You got a giggle out of me. 
Kid Cudi being oh my God, the guy genius? who understands quantum mechanics now, is, okay. to me was I'm like, that's a solid choice, guys. I feel like that served multiple purposes. One, just being its own joke that was, I thought, hilarious. Hilarious. And then the other kind of showing that the daughters were brilliant as well, because mm. obviously they had kept having like conversations about music that were like on a level that was meant to be really high. But yeah. then them going and talking about like you know theories on uh, what's going on in physics in the world, yeah. I thought was I thought that was well placed and made you kind of think, oh, like these people know what's up. Well, not only that, but it's I mean it's just the, the <clears throat> absurdity of the whole thing, right? I mean, and that and that is what a Bill and Ted's movie should be, where anything can happen and does, and the rules of the movie are like we'll establish them. Will we live by them? Who knows? I mean, the fact that that these characters just suddenly have this unbelievable advanced knowledge of quantum mechanics and quantum theory is like, sure. Why not? Because in the first one, he was like, Hey, we'll just leave. We'll just go forward. And remember to leave the key for ourselves, And it'll be right here. And they look down on the keys there. It's like, fuck it. Well, who cares? Let's just get, you know what I mean? This is just <laughs> That's for such a, shits and giggles. And then you they know? bring that back at, uh, on the second one. I kind of wanted them to go and actually do all those moments. I thought it'd be, really I know, fun I know like a, a montage at the end. Yeah. Stolen the keys and, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the, the, the way this movie culminates, I, I just to me, if you you know, again, it's all cheesy. And if you're not a Bill and Ted's fan, you're probably like, why the hell are these people talking about this movie? But I shed a little bit of a tear when the whole world started playing the same song all and they figured time. out a legit, decent way to do it where they were like, hey, then, you know, he could do this because of quantum theory and all these things. And I was like, I buy it. Kid Cudi. Let's do it. <laughs> and we just see him handing instruments to everyone. Everyone plays it. And then. The, it, all is right in the world and everyone's unified and it's because of Bill and Ted and their daughters. I think it's, I think it was, it's silly, but man, it got me, it got me in the, in the heart for sure. Um, Kevin, are you the one that hates the, the girl that's in this, that's the daughter? No, I, Samara Weaving? Samara Weaving no. is one of my favorite actors. No, the, the other, Oh, the woman the, the who plays daughter. George Carlin, like, uh, Rufus's yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh-huh. yeah. No, I don't he like her. no, yeah. Ru- Rufus's <laughs> daughter. I've never something about her. It's, she, that character, that actor is very hit or miss, and I actually think she was she did well in this particular role. But a lot of yeah. times, I feel like she overacts in a Jim Carrey kind of way, and it can be a bit much. I thought she was good in this one, and I love I love her. the fact that the whole time she's just fighting with her mother over text message. <laughs> where she's like, of course she would do that. Of course she's going to try to kill me with this robot. You know, it was yeah. just I thought that was silly. Um, I'm I. I yeah, I mean, there, there, there's just a lot of stuff in here where you're like, let's not look too deep because if we start pulling some of this stuff apart, we're gonna, we're gonna get overly it's critical on a movie over. that's it's not trying to be anything more than just silly. Yeah. Um, Nerd Cadet had a couple thoughts too. He said, "Here's my thoughts on my thoughts on Bill and Ted Face Music." As a fan since the first, uh, feel this is fitting end of the journey. The actors who play the kids, uh, Bridget Lundy, Payne, and Samira Waving, are just an endearing copy and paste of Bill and Ted, and I'm all for it. I would go for a spinoff down the road. Spoilers: They're probably gonna do that. Uh, the moment. You realize uh, Anthony uh, Kerrigan from Gotham and Barry was Dennis Caleb McCoy. Yeah, yeah, that's that was a moment too for me. I was like, I know that voice, and then I, I like looked I it up and done... I was like, son of a bitch, that's awesome. I wish we would have had him out of a the little makeup, bit more. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he says, fitting Rufus George Carlin send off uh, more heartfelt than I was expecting. I know when they, when we saw George Carlin in the booth, I was like, oh, fuck, that's that hit me. Yeah, that was really good. <sighs> the hologram and like, what a fun way to do it. I know. And also, they they didn't really make too much of a thing of him uh you know passing away but uh that was cool i like that moment a lot it was nice 
and then he he, fi- he finishes this out with saying, rather enjoyed us, uh, and this is a spoiler, of course, we've already spoiled it, the fact uh, that it wasn't Bill and Ted, we know who created the song. It was the children they created, uh, Billy and Thea, who put the song together, or that's how I saw it. And I think that's how you were intended to no, say yeah, it. No, yeah, totally. Where they were the ones, the, 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 the prophecy or whatever it was, was that they would play the music, they would write the song that would unite the world, but, and, you know, they did it in sort of a roundabout way uh, by creating two smarter, better versions of them, which mm-hmm. we all hope to do here on out. Um, uh, and now, guys, we got to rank it. I got to be honest with you. We got to put this on the Nick list. Where do we want to put Bill and Ted face the music? <clears throat> Is it going to be good, good, bad, good, or bad, bad? Kevin. I I, I want to say good, good, but like I know I'm lying to myself. But no, I'm going to put in good, lying. bad. I'm, I'm good, bad is what, what I I'm think this is. In. To me, this, Joey, what do you think? I think it's good, bad. It's fun, but it's not good, good. I think this is the, in my humble opinion, the epitome of why we have that middle deep category of good, bad. You know what you're getting yourself into. You get a, you get a big old tub of popcorn and some chocolate or some candy or whatever or some junk food. And you're going to sit down and watch an hour and 30 minutes of silliness and watch Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter reprise these iconic roles. And if you don't have fun doing this, then, man, you can't have fun doing anything. Or maybe you just don't like Bill and Ted. That's okay, too. Uh, next week, ladies and gentlemen, because we were going to do it this week, but Bill and Ted came out, and that was a much better idea. Uh, we are going to do Good Time. Good Times? Good Time. Plural. Good Time. Good Time. Starring Robert Pattinson. Of it's course, we were all acc- acclimating ourselves um, to him because he is now the Batman. And in Batman, we trust. All hail Batman. And I think he's going to do a good <laughs> so job. So everyone needs to get the fuck on board with Robert Pattinson. I'll just say that right now. That's so funny that we're acclimating <laughs> uh ladies and gentlemen we'll be back next week to talk more movie stuff what we've been watching all that shenanigans um but go out and watch bill and ted let us know what you thought uh of course if you want to be a part of this show you can be a patreon just like uh nerd cadet did and chris uh they both went over to patreon.com backed us at the five dollar or above tier and they wrote their reviews in for bill and ted face the music Uh, of course if you don't have that many bucks to give you want to just give us a buck you can do that too we greatly appreciate it and if you're like hey man I'm not going to give you guys any money, but I want to support you. You can just subscribe to this channel and watch all of our content every day and go back and watch all of our back content and then get everyone you know to do the same and subscribe uh, because we are closely approaching approaching 300,000 subscribers, give or take. And that's going to be an awesome New Year's present for us if we can hit it. Uh, and remember, leave a comment in the comments below with what you thought of Bill and Ted's. Uh, I'd like to read through those and see. I'm sure you all liked them. And if you didn't, I will delete your comment from the record. No, I'm kidding. I won't do that. Nick, Actually, we, I do. I do want to see people's uh, opinions of this because I'm sure people who aren't Bill and Ted's fans are going to have some interesting words for this movie. <laughs> uh, real quick, Nick, uh, what were you going to say, Kev? Uh, maybe for next week's bronze topic, we can ask him what they thought about the three episodes that came out of uh, the boys. boys. Maybe a fun. Oh, that's a great. That's end. a great yeah. one. Yeah, let's do that. Let's right. let's write that. Write that in. Um, and yeah, we'll talk about that because I'd love to talk about the boys. That'd be great. Good call. All right, everyone. Uh, We're going to get going. Until next week, we'll see you online. Bye.